Hello, and welcome to the Elevate Your Awesome podcast. I am your host, Molly Mahoney, and I cannot wait to help you unlock your inner awesome and elevate it by using the magic of Facebook Live, Messenger Bots, and all sorts of social media strategies so that you can build more credibility, visibility, and be known as the authority in your space in a way that allows you to attract a flood of leads who are ready to throw credit cards at your face. Amy, I seriously have to talk to you. So... I had this YouTube channel like three or four years ago before I went through this huge rebrand and it actually was pretty awesome. I had like singing students in Australia that found me through YouTube. And then when I rebranded, I switched everything and now it is a big old hot mess. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Shocker. Like the biggest hot mess ever. So I was thinking that if you wanted like a good case study for the five biggest mistakes that you could make on YouTube, you could probably just go to my YouTube channel. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry to break it to you, but I didn't do that. I I definitely have some things to go over and maybe you'll pick up a few things along the way. But <laughs> Okay, so for those of you that are here watching this live or in the replay, if you don't know who Amy Landino is, you may actually know her because you may know her as Amy Schmidauer, which is who she was when I first met her. Yes. And I am so thrilled to have her here today because we spend so much time talking about Facebook Live, talking about messenger bots, talking about business in general. But Amy, uh, we have really never spoken about YouTube here. What's wrong with you guys? I mean, really? I don't. I think really, it's just that I've been waiting for the perfect day for us to be able to do this together. I love it. <laughs> In the show notes from today's show, what are they going to get, Amy? So I wanted to just share with everyone my authority video formula. So this is something I talk about on stages all over the world when I speak professionally. What can you do right now to sit down and make the best video possible? Even if it's your first one and you feel like you have no idea what, what you're doing, but you know what you want to talk about. So this very quick little video class is going to walk you through what sh- should you be doing at the beginning of the video, the middle of the video, and the end. No matter how much editing you plan to use, it's a really good blueprint. So, And is this a blueprint that's specific for YouTube or is this something that would work in a Facebook Live? It would work in a Instagram video? It's really good advice across the board. But, you know, live is different than produced video. I mean, this is definitely something that was designed for a YouTube cadence. I love it. You're going to do a lot more sort of like uh, chatting and reinforcing things when you're live than you would when you're kind of pre-recording something. So take all of the beats as sort of a good guideline, but then add the flavor of the context of each platform to make sure that it's right in those situations. So definitely a good starting point for live. Amazing. So good. Okay. And so this is also something that I'm really thrilled to have you here to talk about. I know we're going to be focusing on the five biggest mistakes that people are making with YouTube, aka my YouTube channel. And <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really cool to talk about the different ways to be platform specific as well like that. So if, for those of you who, who don't know Amy, I know I made the reference that she was Amy Schmidauer before. She is Amy Landino now, and I've met her amazing husband as well. And I just want to tell you a little bit about her so that you can understand exactly why she is the YouTube person that you need to be listening to. So Amy, can I tell them a little bit about you first? Sure. I feel that would be appropriate. We should all know why we're here right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually you can't. Okay. So Amy is 
get this, she's not only an amazing singer, which I'm not sure if you know that, she doesn't have that written in her bio, which she should. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy and I actually met at Social Media Marketing World two years ago. We did a spoof of The Wizard of Oz right during the opening keynote for Social Media Marketing World two years ago. Amy played Dorothy. I wasn't actually the Wicked Witch. I was actually one of the characters, but I was like a big old jerk, bad networker who was like really rude to her on stage. But we met there and connected there, which I'm just so thrilled to have you here with us now, finally, too. In addition to being an awesome singer, she is an award-winning host of Amy TV, a YouTube series dedicated to helping women go after the life they want. With more than 10 million views and hundreds of thousands of subscribers, she is a leading authority on getting digital attention. She's a professional speaker traveling the world to teach businesses how they can get attention, the attention they deserve online. And she shares insights on this in her best selling book, which I happen to have. I should have had it in my hand. I think Amy, this is like really weird, but I think it's actually like next to my bed. You should have it next to your camera at all times, right? So um, the, the book is called Vlog Like a Boss, How to Kill It Online with Video blogging, which is, it's a seriously awesome book. I have like 10 books that I have in a shelf next to my bed. And Amy's is one of them. Just so you know, Amy, like in there, I know it's like the one that I'm always like, I need to make sure that I go back and read more of this, yeah. like ready to go. So, um, and it, it's awesome. So at Aftermark, an innovation studio that she co-founded with her partner, Vincenzo, she and her associates provide content strategy for brands who want to grab attention. And I know that's something that you want to do. So if you are ready to hear from Amy, right? So that she can help you to connect with your mission and help you maximize your potential. Give us a bring it on in the comments down below. I am so stoked to have all of you here with us. Let's get some shout outs. Ooh, look, Tina says she knows Mr. Landino. She's in SoFlaw. What's SoFlaw? Tell us what that is. I think it's Southern Florida. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, I have like a course no or something. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go there if it's not, and I want to hear all about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So awesome. Okay. So Amy, I, like I said, I'm nervous about today <laughs> because I really think this is going to be like every mistake I've been making. Maybe I'm going to learn that mine's not as hot, as much of a hot mess as it is. So and potentially there's, we're probably doing more things right than you realize. And I, and, and just sort of like bonus tip right off the bat, most people don't stick it out long enough to find out. So I think that's, that's, likely what you will find. I like it. Okay. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> We're starting with that. All right. So Tom Birchall is here and he actually helps us with our show notes. So it's good. Tom, this is going to be our bonus tip right from the top. What? Uh, <laughs> cool. So, I mean, let's dig into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think the biggest thing is that you, when you're just starting a YouTube channel, especially as a business, you're just trying to figure out what to do about the videos, but you're not actually thinking about the presence. So let's say you're going to have a great first video, which is ideal. And you're probably planning on that, which is awesome. But what happens when somebody watches it and then they go back to your channel? Have you sort of done your due diligence mm. with the channel to be a good representation of your brand? So the first big mistake that businesses make when they're first starting a channel, in my opinion, is that they are not branding it properly. You have so many ways to do this. So you obviously have a cover photo, which 
compared to all the cover photos on other social media platforms, it's the most complicated because they're trying to size it for so many different places. And that takes some work. <laughs> um, can we actually just talk about that? Do you guys know how complicated the YouTube cover photo is? It is it's complicated. And even if you were to go to like Canva and use their template, if you guys aren't familiar with Canva, it's just like a friendly design site. It's still very complicated. Even Canva doesn't have it quite right because your text can only be so big because it needs to fit on mobile. It needs to fit on desktop and it needs to fit on TV. So the goal is that you're really going to have more white space than anything and because it's got to fit those three places. And if it doesn't, it's going to look bad on all three. So um, so that's sort of one big one. And that's going to take some time and you probably want to get some help with that to make sure it's done right. But once you've done it, you've done it and really leverage that space. What's the name of the show? what's um, the frequency you're going to show up. If you want people to know you're starting a presence and you're sticking with it, what day do you upload? What day should they plan on? Just put it in your cover art. Don't put a ton of text in there, but if you put the name of the brand, the name of the, the, the show and the name uh, the, of the day you're going to upload, that's a really good amount of information for that cover photo and can represent your brand well. The next big piece of branding things well is your thumbnails. And these are so vitally important. We're so focused on the video, but we don't think about that image that goes on the video as that placeholder, get you excited to come in and watch the experience. Those need to be similar branding and you, they are going to dress up your channel as you upload. So focusing on the design of your thumbnails and what those are going to look like. And, and then there's this is actually something for, for Facebook as well that so many people yeah. are missing that, that the thumbnails, when they go back to look at your videos, they look at the whole thing. Like Amy was saying, they go to scope out your channel. It's like, oh, Right? Is this a is this something that's that's exactly. getting their attention, or are they like, nope, I'm not going to do that? Right. Yeah. Right. So just just dig into your YouTube channel and think, how can I brand this better? Those are the big ones. When you go back to the channel, you're looking at the the cover photo, the profile picture, the thumbnail. Cover those. Cover those bases, and then you can look into other things like your watermark logo. There's functionality within YouTube, so you don't have to have it a watermark built into the actual edit of the video. It can be an interactive button that's integrated into YouTube and it's automatically added to every video in your channel. So that's really useful, great for branding, and you should totally have that covered. That's an awesome point too with that watermark because I bet a lot of people who aren't familiar with YouTube might look at it and think that you're adding that on in the editing, but really it's a, a thing that you're setting into the foundation of your YouTube channel. Right, and it, it's really cool because <clears throat> when you highlight over it as the viewer, it allows you to subscribe if you're not already, or it just kind of gives you an, a, a, an idea of how many subscribers the channel has. It just enhances that experience. So cool. So it's like an interactive, not oh. only an image, it's actually an interactive piece of the, of the whole video itself. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay, I love this. And so far, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna kind of compare these to Facebook as we're going. These are all really good trips for, tips for Facebook too. Yeah. So your cover photo is super important. Um, and actually, it's something that we talk about if you're going live at a regular time, making sure that you have that on your thumbnail also. I think sometimes we forget about that with YouTube because you're not actually showing up and doing it, but the video right. is being released at the same time. Right. You want people to be right. excited, just like it is on Don't TV. Don't want them to have any excuse to not know what's going on. You just have to show up when you say you will. Yes. Oh, look at this. Laura says, I loved your book. So good. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. And then, okay, we have some, we've got nuggets happening. So we do this thing where people comment below with the word nugget. Sometimes I give things away. Should we give away a selfie light? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give away a book too. I'll give away a book. I have so many books and I will just, I, done. 
Amazing. Okay. I never like to put people on the spot. I should always ask about that beforehand. Okay. We're going to do two giveaways today. Comment below with the word nugget and the tip that you've learned. We're going to do a selfie light giveaway. It looks like this. It clips on your phone and lights your face up. And then we'll also give away the book, which is so good. Oh my gosh. I should have it. Yes. Do you have one nearby? No, I have it. Okay, wait. I mean, if I didn't have a nearby, I'd be really terrible. But <laughs> and I love that our brand colors are exactly the same. Also, I which know, is like, they are. Okay, okay that's <laughs> okay. Now we can I go back and like pick, take that a screenshot of that for our thumbnail. Um, okay, so so far we have the name, frequency, the thumbnails, the profile picture, the watermark, and the watermark. Yeah, that's um, all just like one thing you have to do. Like really. <laughs> Not having the branding, like sorry, but that was all just one of the five because there's that's a lot of space to cover. You have to do it. Totally. Um, but, uh, the second one is very closely aligned with that, but it's a little bit, definitely a little bit different than Facebook. Um, the biggest thing that people forget when they're starting to upload to, especially from a business perspective, is that the has to. Look, they think the channel has to look like a ghost town started so while you're on your channel going okay we have the cover photo we have a couple thumbnails ready to go there's videos rolling out we've got our watermark but we don't have that many videos the channel still looks a little bit bare there's here because you can actually leverage playlists to dress up your channel even if you don't have a lot of uploads in your own archives so what i mean by this is you have your typical playlist right here are your latest uploads but maybe if you're just getting started you don't want it to look like oh i just got started i want people to be excited when they come to the channel that there's vibrancy here but it's just not here yet but we have to roll these videos out one at a time and i'll talk more about that but you could create playlists of other videos that you recommend channel other channels you like that are aligned maybe they are complementary businesses to you not competitors but any other content you recommend create playlists with that and talk about why somebody should watch that playlist and then have those playlists on the homepage of your channel so it looks a little bit more exciting when people get there at the beginning when it's so critical to get those subscribers at the at the start how awesome would it be if we could do that on facebook i know Oh Facebook my. has a lot of things wrong, in my opinion, but that's a good one. <laughs> and so, like, we I always get into these conversations. Like, Steve, our our friend Steve Dotto, and I, Steve was like, Facebook is not a search engine, which I was going to do a post about this because I actually use Facebook as a search engine all How? the time. I will do another <laughs> separate video on this and I will share it with you because <laughs> I know, I know. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I literally, and I actually searched for something on Google the other day and the Facebook result came up first in Google, which I know people think that's not possible. We'll talk about that no, in another video. If it's possible, then great. But the consistency of it, I mean, Google owns YouTube, so. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so the playlist, that's, so, and this is actually one thing that I'm saying might be cooler about YouTube is that when you're first getting started, you can leverage these playlists, which is, which is super an amazing idea. Does it also like, I, like I said, I don't know much about YouTube. So is it an algorithmic thing for YouTube to see the people that you're connecting yourself with in those playlists? 
Um, I think that there is a little bit of alignment that happens there, but it's mostly to do with what content you're uploading. The, the playlist, here's sort of like the bonus tip around that. This okay. is super nerdy analytical, okay? Like if you bring people to YouTube and they're watching YouTube and, and they're watching your content, they started on your channel, you've started that session, right? So that gets their, their you brought traffic to the platform, which is what they want. They make more money that way. So that's great. but. What's cool about it is even if the next video they watch isn't even yours, if you did not stop the session, if you didn't send them away, if you got them to continue to watch YouTube across the board, it doesn't even have to be your video, that's still favorable for your channel. So having those playlists there to make sure they keep watching, even if you only have a couple of uploads, is actually fueling your channel more than you think because you're not killing sessions. The biggest goal of every platform, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, doesn't matter, is don't let people leave. Keep the totally. attention. And I if your content and you send people away, you're not favorable to any of these platforms, which is why quality matters so much. Totally. And that's so my friend, do you know Rachel Miller? She does. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel talks about feeding Facebook, which I think is so true that we want to give them more, you know, more stuff, which, um, yeah, which I think is, you might be talking about this later, but it's another reason that like series of videos are great, right? Because you're sending them from one to the next, which is super cool. I would totally be talking about that. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Tina says, fuel by channel. Uh, <laughs> says, nerding out on YouTube. Great way to spend a Wednesday. I love it. Uh, Jason is here doing it with Jason. Do you know Jason? I don't. I, yeah, you can't tell because he's a cartoon right now, but you may, Jason yeah. is super awesome. Does loads of um, like DIY videos, woodworking and all kinds of crazy stuff. You get rewarded oh. if you recommend another creator if the audience member stays on. Totally good. Definitely. I love it. Okay, so mistake number one to review was dun, 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 dun. letting your um, channel. Well, or number one was you know not branding it properly, and then so number bad. two was letting your channel look like a ghost town. The tumbleweeds. You don't need tumbleweeds. You can use other people's videos, <laughs> right? Give them some love. I love it. All right, Absolutely. what do we got for number three? Number three is, and, and I don't know why this happens. I had to say it, but it happens a lot. Businesses get like excited out of the gate. They're like, we're doing YouTube. And, and they tend to upload too many videos at one time. This is a terrible idea because you really need to allow that content to get promoted over time. It's not just how much time you spend on the video. It's how much time you're actually promoting it as well. So when you upload multiple videos at once or too closely together, when you really don't have an audience to support that, it's a really bad idea because all you're doing is uploading a bunch of videos that are flatline and YouTube sees that as a bunch of flatline content. Mm. Whereas if you post one at a time where industry standard on YouTube is to post once a week, if you do once a week, they're happy. If you're consistent once a week, they're happy. So if you have three videos, roll them out once a week and allow them that time to get promoted properly, get engaged, to grow, and then the next one be, be better and the next one after that be better. YouTube wants to see you growing, not flatlining across the board. And this is one that also speaks to like the patience factor, right? That bonus tip that you gave in the beginning was, uh, you know, not sticking it out long enough. So do you have any tips for patience? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I do, but it, it's, it's funny because I it's, it's my fifth tip. So it's like, <laughs> I kind of like, don't want, I don't want to like, okay, don't give it, don't give it, don't give it. This is so funny. Cause I told Amy not to tell me the tip. I know, but the question is just, this takes time. When we're talking about video, I mean, look at look at what you've done. 
here we are building a relationship. You know who you're talking to, at least whether you know Molly or you know me, and or you're maybe new to it and you know the brand. There's a relationship happening here, but it happens over time. And video is a great way of doing that that replaces in-person transaction, right? Like of getting to know somebody, but it still takes time. So the patience level has to come from the fact that you're doing something that's not going to result in maybe the exact result you need for your business on the first episode. It's probably not even going to happen after 10. But if you stay consistent, Wait, let's just like sit with that for a second, because, and this is the thing that I was telling you that I wasn't going to tell you until we were here that I wanted to talk about. So can we go off topic for just a sec? Let's do it. Are you okay? If you're okay with us diving in, give us a dive in in the comments down below. Okay. Dive in. So when you first started from what I, I mean, and I've watched loads of your videos, do you know who actually told me about you first? It's Pia Larson before I even oh, knew you. That's awesome. I know. When I was first switching to doing video stuff, she was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, my friend Amy, you have to talk to her. So yeah, I love Pia. And I remember back then, like your branding, your like the overall aesthetic has totally changed, right? Mm -hmm. so totally. I think some people think like they see the amazing, like polished, so good version. Like you guys, if you don't know Amy's Instagram stories, that's another thing you should look at her for as like amazingness, but it's like so polished and professional and, 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 you know, you're vulnerable, but it's like just the perfect blend. And I think people might think that, Oh, this is just how Amy was this whole time. I but woke up like this. <laughs> But it's not the case, right? And someone actually told me that they decided to go back and watch all of my videos from when I first started to like really see the crazy, which is so such which a good is idea. Funny, right? That's that's the the beautiful thing about being video professionals is that like okay, let's see how it really goes. Go back and go back and scroll back into my archives. I get I get the question a lot. Should I delete this old stuff? Does it apply to the same same audience? Did it serve them? Did you do something? No, it shouldn't get deleted. And if if something should get deleted, it it should be a complete. Um, just a change of exactly what the brand is. Like if you went and like storm chased or something and did a video of that and it went viral, but you're a real estate agent, then you know what? It's probably not a fit, but <laughs> if, if you're just like, Oh man, my camera wasn't as good back then. Or I was only one year into the industry instead of 10, then get over yourself. <laughs> the beautiful thing about this is that people are on this journey with us. If we weren't on a journey, I wouldn't be telling you it's relationship building that takes time. And that's what it is. And I, blush a little, but I also get really excited when someone says, I went back to your first episode and uh, I believe in myself now. You know, it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> because you have to come from somewhere. Yes. Yes. So, so true. So when, when you said that 10, the 10, like the first 10 videos might not get a result. It's so true. Like Amy Porterfield has this awesome blog post about uh, how it took three, how it like the minimum is three months to build any sort of relationship. If you're going to do a webinar, like the minimum. And I think sometimes people will do like five videos and think, oh, nothing really happened. I'm done. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it's just unrealistic. It's unrealistic to look at the digital world as a quick fix. 
It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And even more so now, you know, back in the day when, when people were starting their email lists and that was the only medium at the time and the open rates were 95%, it was a different time in connecting with people and media. Today, it's super competitive. It doesn't mean you can't stand out, but you have to stand the test of time. And those people who give up early are the ones who don't end up becoming a success. It's because they don't even have the patience to get to know people because that's ultimately what you're doing. You're just using a, a, a smartphone to do it. Yes. And you said something earlier about if you want to use um, videos as a way to replace the, the the time that you would be spending building that one-on-one. -on -one. And I think this is something else that I know that you agree with is it's like enhancing the ability to meet one-on-one. -on -one. Right? right. So if you if you do videos, there's so many people here that I've never actually met in person. I'm sure many people that you you know, but you've never met in person as well. But then you go to an event, you feel like you know each other because you've had this ability to build that relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just I, I just actually speaking of my Instagram stories, I had to reshare something that my husband recorded yesterday while he was at an event that I didn't go to. And somebody who is a friend of Amy TV saw him and was like, oh, my God, you're Amy's husband. And they recorded a video that was like, I, I, I love her show, blah, blah, blah. And I had to reshare it because that person and I are very good friends. I've just never met her before, but yeah. because of how I serve her with my content, that we have a great relationship, but I have no idea how long that's taken for her. And I certainly don't think it happened yesterday that she discovered right. me. No, right. Totally. We had someone, a new person that I had a conversation with on Sunday, who's now a member of our, we have a program called go live and monetize. And she was like, I've been following you without saying anything for two years, two yeah. years. And she's you like, and what? now's the time. I just came up with a hack. Here's okay. how you expedite it. If you want someone to become a super fan in a day, then do YouTube for eight years. Because, because the only time that this changes is when someone says, I found you a week ago and I haven't stopped watching your channel. I know that sounds creepy, but you have 800 episodes. So when you have that rabbit hole for people to go down and you're not using other content to fluff up, fluff up your channel, which is no longer a ghost town, then you can expedite the relationship building process and you prove over 800 episodes that you have value to share, but you're still doing it for a long, long time. And, for and reals. Unreal. It's just, it is, it is the way it is. Sorry. That's, that's such a great tip for Facebook groups also, because when people come into a Facebook group, now we have all of our content organized in the units and people are like, oh my gosh, like I went through the unit section for like, you know, five yeah. hours. Do you know Arnie Giske? No. Uh, no, he is like amazing at Facebook groups. I know Facebook is not always the place. He's amazing at Facebook groups. And but I love Facebook groups. I just don't know why they got rid of the groups app because that about saved my life when it Oh my existed. gosh, you're right. That app was amazing. If you liked the I Facebook groups that. app, Give oh, us, let's like make, let's comment below, bring it back. And we'll like start chanting for Facebook. Your, that group's app was amazing. That is cuckoo. I'm yeah. Uh, so, but he, Arnie says like, what you want is for someone to come into your Facebook group and literally not be able to leave because there's so much content and they want to spend hours and hours and hours. You want people to post that they're well, mad at you because they got lost. <laughs> totally. Exactly. It's clearly the rule of thumb for everything. If you're trying to find consistent pieces of advice that work everywhere, Nobody wants you to leave. If you don't want people to leave, what are you doing to keep them from leaving? Ask yourself that question. I love yeah. that. Yes. Indeed. Okay. We can go back on track now. So Tom doesn't kill us for going in so many different directions. What is number four? We're at number four already. Number four. And this is, um, this is going to be platform specific a little bit, although it does have a lot in common with Instagram and I'll explain that. 
bouncing around with content too much. So what that means is, um, and it goes back to what you kind of teased earlier, you've got to start thinking of videos, not as these one-off ideas, but in, in series ideas, YouTube, when I, I went to YouTube next up camp in 2016. And in addition to telling me, you know, industry standard is to post once a week. If you do that and do it really, really well, you'll be fine. The other thing that they said was um, that you just don't want to be doing too many things all over the place. And if you are going to come up with an idea, think about it as at least three to five episodes. If you can't come up with three to five episodes, you shouldn't be doing it because you need at least that many to test the idea on the audience to see if it's something that should sustain. I so, love that. So while you're thinking of series ideas, you also have to think, okay, what is my channel going to be known for? So this is the part where I want to compare it to Instagram. And I'm going to use Instagram as the example because I think it's very relatable. If you go to Instagram and you see a hyperlapse sped up video of somebody baking a cake and you, you watch the whole thing in 30 seconds from the cake batter to the icing on the, on the cake, what do you expect to see when you tap on the profile picture of that content on the profile that created that video? either more cooking things or mom stuff <laughs> cooking, baking, yeah, like more hyperlapse like everything yeah, yeah. Is set up everything is baking the reason for that is you probably saw that video either on your feed or you saw it in trending and something's not going to hit trending unless instagram has figured out what the niche of this page is yeah youtube thinks the same thing as soon as youtube can cat categorize you and say like oh you're really good at giving motivational advice and helping people wake up at 5 a.m every time you do something in that space youtube gets it and they're going to give you the same or a little bit better of organic traffic and potentially new traffic that's never even seen you before because you are sticking with it you have to prove you're good at it first but if you stick with it it will help you grow but if you say here's how you wake up at 5 a.m here's a vlog of me traveling now i'm going to do a hyperlapse baking video here's me walking the dog and you do too many things and the one-off things there's no consistency whatsoever and you definitely don't stick with a series longer than three or four episodes you're not really letting youtube understand what your specialty is so they have no way to give you more views which is what everyone's expecting them to do yeah. they'd love to they would love to make money on you youtube would love to make <laughs> if they could actually figure out what you're about so when you bounce around with too much different type of content on one channel you get into trouble with their algorithm because it's very similar to instagram if they can't compartmentalize you they can't promote you you know and no, actually, actually oh i just ooh, got, I just got back. Back. So, so I, I heard Josh, you know, Josh Forty, I'm like bringing all these things up. Josh <laughs> Forty, who is awesome at social media also, he was talking about how, and I hadn't really thought about the Facebook personal profile like this, but he was actually the saying the same thing about the personal profile algorithm on Facebook, that if you're posting content that's too crazy, the algorithm can't figure out who to yeah. show it to. So, and the biggest, I wonder if you agree with me on this, but I think the biggest problem really on this is that the business owners don't understand what they're talking about. So if you don't actually get clear and set those foundations in place and know who you're speaking to and know your niche or your subject matter or whatever, how can you expect not only another human to understand it, but a computer generated algorithm to understand it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's, that sounds like we're saying like you're making something for algorithm, but you're actually not. The algorithm just knows people. If you're not freaked out by the fact that you thought about something five seconds ago and it showed up for an ad suddenly, like 
these algorithms know us. So it's not about creating something for computers. It's creating something that is easily identified for the right people. And as soon as that happens, I mean, I can just tell you right now, the 5 a.m. video I mentioned was one of the really, really big pieces that set my channel over the edge this year because it was like, okay, this is not only favorable with my own audience, it's starting to get suggested and more people are coming in there and they're commenting and they're liking and that engagement fueled it to make YouTube go, okay, cool. We're just gonna plaster this on the homepage for millennial females and it just, so tell us more about that specific video because I know I've heard you talk about this when we were like yeah. having a conversation, but can you tell everybody about it? Would you guys yeah. like to hear this like case study of something that went cuckoo? It was, it, it's a great, it's a great example because that is very similar, but actionable content to what I talk about. So you're going to have a different, different type of content all the time in terms of what the purpose of the video is. But this one was, I want to serve my subscribers who already get motivated by me. They know I wake up early. Maybe they're wondering how I do it, but it's also serving people who just generally want to know how do I wake up at 5am? Cause everyone's saying I need to get up earlier, make the most of this. If I want to start a business, I have to make more time out of the hours I have. So how do I wake up at 5am? So it's I'm solving a very specific problem. Yeah. Yeah. Solving a problem and like the question is in the title so the seo was there the it's in the title it's in my description it's in my tag so there's no mistaking it from an seo perspective the computer can read very easily what this video is about which is a bonus mistake you just think that youtube's watching your video and isn't reading anything about it it's reading it's not watching it needs that title it needs the description it needs the tags be extremely obvious about what this content is and, and by for humans to read it also like we're all super yeah. busy That's yeah. I think sometimes we forget like people are mad that you know only five people showed up to watch their video live and i'm like that's five human beings that took time out of their day to be Absolutely. there on your video oh my like, god back to your audience <laughs> Picture yourself in your living room playing your own video for five people and you, like i would be so nervous i'd be like <laughs> do they like it do they like it like we don't think like that anymore and we yeah. really should um yeah but it's just it's it's just so much has to do with so much with focus it just has so much to do with okay wait focus. so you did this you did this video was it a series about how to get up at 5 a.m how was tell us about it was, it. It, was the, it was the start of a series we i'd already sort of dabbled with this concept of hey bonus tip i guess i did a video first which is how this video came into play. The first video was how to make time for everything you want to do. And this One, was a content blocking video, right? Um, that, no, no. This is, oh, okay. Um, it wasn't a specific tutorial on calendar blocking. It okay. was okay. just how do you make time for everything you want to do? Very general conversation, but some tips to do that. One of those tips was waking up early. So when the engagement in that video is saying, how do you wake up early? Like, that's such a good tip. Like, God, I can't do it. Then it's like, okay, well, this video is doing well. So now that I know they're latching onto that part of it, I'm going to have that be the next piece of this series. Awesome. So this is super big about listening and like mm -hmm. recognizing what your audience needs, which we were talking about this. There's uh, several people here who are in a program that I have called Sell It First. And I was saying that it's like, it's um it's tempting when you're teaching a strategy maybe not for anyone else but for me it's tempting to think like oh i should skip ahead to the part where they're doing the actual tactics and not really work on setting this foundational piece but if you skip the part where you're actually connecting with your audience and listening to them it is way less likely that what you're offering is actually going to succeed right because uh, look if we're trying to look for a trend which is what i did i saw one video how to make everything you know how to make time for everything you want to do as that started to go better than usual you have to go okay great 
YouTube is measuring this as better than usual. Even if it's to you, it's 30 views instead of two. That's better than usual. So why did that do better? Lean into that and keep making content in that direction. That's what they mean by series. They're really telling you, pay attention to where the numbers are going. Because if you do that and they continue to grow exponentially, we know what you're all about. And you are building a really, really sustainable channel. So good. And then I'm sh- there's ways within YouTube that you can actually connect those together, right? So you can like include linking in them to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. The backlinking opportunities and the cards. Like, that's just bonus. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay. This is so awesome. Let's check in on our comments. We have Lisa, founding member. I love it. Hooray. Um, awesome. So Lisa says, Nugget, if you want uh, it seen, put it in the title, right? Not only for the algorithms, but also for other human beings. Yeah. Tina is working on getting up at 530. So she should go watch your video. Gabby commented with Amy, which means G- Gabby, you're going to get a message from the BeLive bot asking you to reply with the word Amy, which will give you information about how to get the show notes. Plus this awesome free gift from Amy, where she's going to give you a really great structure for your videos. What's it called again, Amy? The authority the, video formula. The authority video formula. Really good. Tina says she loved that video. So good. Um, yes. Uh, so, so, so good. Right. And Mark, good point, Mark. We're so glad you're here. He says five might watch you live, but five million might see the replay. Totally true. I love it. All right. Okay. So are we ready to go on to tip number five? I think so. If you are, I am. Let's do a little recap because we might have some people who have just joined us. So number one was not branding properly, making sure your channel looks like your brand. I'm going to show all those. We had so many good tips there. So good because people are going to sneak back once they find a video that they love. They're going to go to your channel. So make it want to know if it's worth sticking around for. And the next thing you need to do is to make sure they make the decision to subscribe when they go back there is to make sure that your channel doesn't look like a ghost town, which basically means leverage playlists. You can dress up a channel even if you don't have a lot of content. If you love Mel Robbins videos or Oprah videos or any other videos on the internet that align with your brand, make playlists about them and point people in that direction. Keep people on YouTube. How many playlists do you suggest that somebody has? Just have enough for a full web page on desktop. So I think I have um, my my chronological uploads. I have like a favorites playlist, which is where I like to like show off the ones that have the most views from the most <laughs> recent period of time. Um, and then I have a couple of others. I think I have four. And so it just look you don't have to scroll and it doesn't have to be super long, but the the page is full. It's not like a bunch of white space anywhere. Yes. So it doesn't show that you're just starting out. It's like, that's awesome. Right. Yes. There's no reason for anyone to know that. <laughs> it's like, totally. <laughs> totally. Okay. And then tip number, that was tip number three, three is uploading too many videos at one time. Do not upload videos more than one at a time and give yourself time to promote each of them in between. I will just add, if I didn't say it before, the most important period of time for a YouTube upload is about 24 to 48 hours. So if you look at your real time analytics in YouTube, they'll show you here's what's happened in the last 48 hours. And that's if they're telling you that they're saying they're watching that too. So I like to look to see where did my video end up after 48 hours? Was it the same, better or worse? And so I can start to track that every time I upload. So I know what the standard is because that's how you start thinking like YouTube when they are looking to see is your channel the same, better or worse. I like it. So good. Okay. And then tip number four was bouncing around with content. So uh, as opposed to looking at a strategic series and then testing the content to see how people are reacting to it, which is exactly. so good. 
Exactly. Yes. When you come up with a great idea, come up with three to five episodes of that series. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. Oh my gosh, I'm loving this so much. If you want the show notes, comment below with the word Amy. And let's give us a number five in the comments below if you are ready for the biggest mistake. This is the biggest mistake. Everyone does this. And it's understandable because it goes back to the impatience. Okay? Tell me if you've done this before. You upload a video to YouTube and you sit there and you wait for something to happen and nothing happens to your satisfaction to your satisfaction and so you're like okay well we better make the most of this let's upload it on every other social network where we are currently represented raise your hand if you've done that before (laughs) (laughs) here's the problem with that when you do not invest in a hub for content it cannot grow and also you're basically telling your audience like don't worry if you're not subscribed on YouTube, you're going to see it on Facebook anyway, or you're going to see it here or there or everywhere. And also you're saying this video is not customized for any experience. I can upload it anywhere. And everyone here knows Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, they are all different. So the content should not be the same. So the biggest mistake is getting impatient with YouTube and uploading your content to every other network as well. If you're going to do that, make sure that the priority and the, the attention that you really want to start is on the channel. You want as many eyeballs as possible in that first 48 hours, because that's showing YouTube what you have the ability to bring to them so that they can then say, okay, well then let's see what we can do for you to help this grow. But if you upload it everywhere, you have no reason to promote the YouTube link anywhere because it's also on Facebook and it's also on Twitter and no one's going to click on it if they already saw it. And also you're assuming that they're keeping track. Well, yeah, and I think you want to have an objective also like, also, like, you want to know where people where are, people are guided to. Exactly. Right? Exactly. If, if, if Amy TV is for YouTube, then Amy TV is for YouTube, period. And if you want to watch an episode, you have to go to YouTube. If you upload it also to Facebook, you know, that does personally, I'm a great example. That wouldn't be good for me because I sit here and I talk to a camera and it's mostly just me talking to a camera. Now I'm a great time if the audio is on. But if I'm just scrolling through your Facebook feed with no audio, I look like a crazy person. And I'm not doing anything visually that would make you want to click into it. I'm just a talking head. So the context of the platform matters a lot in that situation. So uploading it to another platform where, hey, Facebook's serving up all kinds of crappy views to you, unfortunately. One view counts after three seconds and they were barely even looking at the video for that long, much less listening to it. Or it was just like scrolling through your newsfeed. Right. Right. The amount of views that you get on these platforms is a lot compared to YouTube, but the quality is significantly less. YouTube count as a view? I don't even know. YouTube counts a view. I believe it's after 30 seconds or it could depend on how long the video is. Wait, say that again? So 30 seconds or it depends on how long it is. So if it's a one minute video, you might be able to count a view a little bit sooner, but I don't recommend one minute videos on YouTube either, which is a different topic. Save those for Instagram, but that's, um, it's usually about 30 seconds. So you're really in that experience. And for, uh, something I'm going to talk about in that authority video formula, if people go and grab that is the eight second rule, which is generous because on YouTube, you have eight seconds because somebody clicked into the experience by choice. I saw the title. I saw the photo, the thumbnail. I saw everything. I want to watch it. So audio and video comes on at the same time. How novel. And so it's, you start to watch this video. And by the eight second mark as the viewer, you decide, is this worth my time or is it not? So on 
Facebook, where it's like people are making the decision still at the three second mark, but you gave them a view and it's it, the experience is not the same at all. Well, and that's you, why it's so important to also with the analytics to like actually look at what you're looking at, because I think people will see those vanity numbers and think that that's what matters. Right. But you need to be careful and know what your actually what your actual objective is, like what you want to be gaining yeah, and, out of that like, content that you're I'm putting out there. I'm not here to say vanity metrics don't matter. Vanity metrics matter, <laughs> but they can't get to a level where they would be measurable to matter if you're not watching for the trends that are a little bit harder to measure in the first place. Where's the search traffic coming from? What are what are how are people discovering your video in the first place? Where are they coming from? How can you, you leverage can duplicate that? Mm -hmm. Please. Happen. Yes. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Hilton who just left a comment and said, so when you comment below with the word Amy and then you reply with the word Amy, you're going to get a message that tells, get, offers you the show notes. And then it also, uh, it also offers you a free trial of this tool that we're using right now, which is be live TV. And the free trial link is missing an M. So I'm going to go in and uh, thank you, Hilton, for being awesome. So we can like totally watch this. I'm going to be crazy. I love BeLive so much. And the fact that we can do this. So watch what I can do, actually, Amy. I can <laughs> totally blow everyone's mind and take us behind <laughs> the scenes and show you a screen share of how I can go into <laughs> watch this. Okay, so I'm actually going to go into ManyChat and fix it on the fly. This is why I love live video. So it'll be fixed awesome. for everyone in the replay. That goes so here. For people <laughs> like we make mistakes all the time. And when you're on live video, it just feels so much bigger. And so being able to fix that in real time is so awesome. Look, now it's fixed. So cool. if you wanted to get that free trial of BeLive TV, you can just add the M to the .com on the link. Or if you reply with a message, Amy, like if you go to our messenger and you just send the word Amy to us, you'll get this, which has the show notes and BeLive, which is Great. totally awesome that they're giving you this free trial, which I am so stoked about. And look, you can also see how Amy and I are behind the scenes. Whoa, hold on. I hit it twice. <laughs> Impatience. Ah, that was like the matrix, but here we are behind the scenes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Pushing that back. Thank you, Hilton. I know. And <laughs> Mark says, just so that you know, Molly loves a messed up live. It's my favorite thing when mistakes <laughs> happen, because then I get to show that I'm a human being and that you can do this too. Awesome. All right. Um, okay. This was crazy. Amazing. Amy, I know that we're going to be sending everyone the link to your authority. Video formula. Video formula. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and the show notes from today where else can they go i mean maybe this place called youtube like if they I wanted to find you on youtube <laughs> shameless plug please subscribe to youtube.com slash amy tv i appreciate it very much i'm so so grateful for my community over there because they really have helped me set the bar very high and taught me a lot about how to use youtube so if not for them i wouldn't be able to teach you guys anything here um but yeah and if you want to find out more about me as a professional speaker a coach all those details are at amylandino.com 
amylandino.com. All right. So Amy, when we wrap this up, I always, if, like you were just saying, like that we would be nothing without our amazing communities here. So I'm so grateful for the mall stars that are here, for the cam fam members that are here and our glam fam members that are here. And those of you who are BeLivers using this amazing tool, BeLive, which is so fun, allows me to put these crazy little pictures of Amy and I on the bottom of the screen. Um, really our mission, like whether or not we're using video. And I think this is something that's similar with you to Amy, like you're doing so much more content that's really beneficial to anyone, whether they're using YouTube or not. Our mission is really to help you to be able to live a life that's more filled with joy, to put more you not only into your marketing, but you into your actual life so that you can get out there and spread joy and add more joy into this crazy world. Amy, is there something that you'd like to leave us with with like a final tip or some sort of awesome action item that we can take away? The biggest thing that you could ever do, to, if you didn't listen to any other advice that we gave you today about video, the biggest thing people miss, businesses specifically, is looking at a camera lens like it is a person. Envision that person, talk to them, stop thinking about this inanimate object judging you. Like mm. It's a person, it's a medium, and the more you think that way, the more someone's going to feel like they're sitting down with you having a chat not watching some corporate video that's not that good. If you take that one tip, you will be further ahead than every other brand in the game in a lot of And stuff. like feel that. I love that too. It's not just about where your eyes are focusing. It's about really knowing there is another human on the other side. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. we never picked our winners. Should we pick our winners right now? Pick the winners. Oh my gosh. So I just scroll randomly. This is the winner of our book, which is super awesome because I love you. This is Tamar. Where are your pictures not coming up on the screen? Tamar, but Tamar is the winner of our book. Tamar is doing awesome work in this world. Her videos are so amazing. So she is going to love this. You awesome. see Apostle Tamar McIver? Okay. Um, Tamar, message me and I'll make sure you get in touch with Amy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. I'm going to pick one more nugget. Boop. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I don't know if we really know each other. We're going to get to know each other more. Coraline Stephanie Adamantes Nugget. She says she watches lots of videos by Amy, but this is gold. I'm writing on the notes while listening to this. So good. Coraline, you're going to win a selfie light. So Coraline, I'm going to message you. Make sure you check your others folder so you don't lose the message about your selfie light. This was awesome. Okay. Amy, thank you so much. I keep hitting the wrong so buttons. Thank you yes. so much for having me. Yes, and get out there and just make more human connections because really that's what this is actually all about. I love yes. it. Yes. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. We will be back here next Wednesday. Dun, dun, dun. I'm waiting for the end broadcast button to come out. So we're gonna do a party because my computer is freezing. Everybody mm -hmm. dance party all around. Yes, it's still not here. Okay, it's coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us. My name is Molly Mahoney, and I love nothing more than helping you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of Facebook Live. If you liked what you hear, subscribe to this podcast, the Elevate Your Awesome Podcast. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the prepared performer. Until next time, keep spreading joy and elevating your awesome. One quick reminder, all of these podcast episodes are taken straight from Facebook Live. 
That's right, folks. If you want to see a video that goes with this podcast, if you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to our Facebook page. And as always, you can find the show notes at thepreparedperformer.com.